Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now pop 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 okay everything i learned sure from the <laughs> all right let's set this thing away so we don't hear the fan on it <laughs> Actually, baby, you mind turning that around? Oh, Oh, my God. The one thing I have you do other than watch the movie for the podcast. (laughs) You make me talk about it, it too. And it's mostly so I don't pull it out of your ear. Oh, oh, and guess who also found the trailer? Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) I carry a lot of weight on this here podcast. Everything I learned from movies, now brought to you exclusively by Izzy. So, I'm sure Brett and PJ never have this conversation. <laughs> so, babe, what movie are we watching? License to Kill. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> we actually did that one yesterday with uh, Craig from Matinee Heroes. No, he watched the best one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Vengeance. <laughs> so the spirit says hello. Hello, spirit. Hello. They said hello we're, back. <laughs> we're going to have her on. Yeah, probably for the spirit. Oh shit! Oh, or Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. No, you yeah, gave Spirit Mon- Patreon too. And uh, Spirit, uh, was it Spirit of the Stallion? Stallion the Cimarron. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Spirit Cinnamon Horse thing. And then just Ghost Dad because yeah, no. huh. <laughs> not not Sea Biscuit, the Spirit, the Horse movie. Oh, <laughs> is that the one with the eyebrows? No, the other, uh, the other horse movie. No, that is the one with the eyebrows, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure there are other spirit movies we can find. It's just, they're just a Google search away.
Bond. James Bond. And I'm Dick Tracy, and you're still under arrest. In the world of high adventure, the highest number is still 007. Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, oh my God. Ah. We are continuing the 007th month. With only the greatest James only. Bond films ever created. Easily the movie, the James Bond movie I've seen the most in my life. Mm-hmm. 1985's A View to a Kill. But Steve, we're not alone. We are not alone. We need all of the awesomeness for this one. Yeah, we do. So joining us, we have Brent from The Home, The Video, The Hustle. Welcome. What's going on? Hustle, motherfucking hustle, man. Yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, Brent, could you uh, possibly tell us about the first time you saw this movie? The first time I saw this movie, I actually, um, I was with my parents. We were going out of town. I forget where we were going to, but we stopped at a gas station. And by this point, I was a big James Bond fan. And anytime we go somewhere that has movies like on display, I have to go look and see if there's something I want to buy. Even as a kid, I was like that. And I found this tape, uh, a VHS tape. Yes, I'm kind of old, yeah. man. I'm not super, I'm not a child anymore. I know about videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought it, or my mom probably bought it. Went back home, watched it, and this was like one of the James Bond movies I watched the most as a kid. Yes, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. How about you, babe? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I think the first time I watched this was like in high school. This was one, not one we owned, this was one that was just on TV when they would play all of the James Bonds all in a row. Yeah, the 24 hours, yeah. You know, for me it was like, ooh, the bad guy's the bad guy from uh, Batman Returns? I'm in! (laughs) Oh, and Grace Jones is always fucking awesome? Always, Mm -hmm. even in Conan the Destroyer. By uh, one of my relatives, I can't remember who, but they had... The Grace Jones poster where she has her head shaved, the like the model poster. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it was on the back of the bedroom door, and so I don't know, like I, that that was like the first time I had ever like seen her, and I remember like, who's that? Oh, that's Grace Jones. She's gorgeous, it's like she is, and so it was just like, oh yeah, Grace Jones. Nice. Yeah, I also had the VHS tape. Uh, it was back when it first came out, and I'm assuming my dad. Um, you know, copied it from HBO or whatever uh, whatever <laughs> television service it was on. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've seen this one like thousands of times as a kid. But but I really hadn't since like I don't know 1990 something like that. Mm. <laughs> so it was good to see it again. And uh, man, it doesn't disappoint. But first, I'm a little thirsty. Steve, are you now? Is it you getting all hot and bothered? Yeah, talking about Grace about? Jones and. Yeah, Christopher Walken. Duran Duran, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> we have, uh, in honor of us being here in Utah, 
from Wasatch Brewing, the Apricot Hefeweizen, a beer with natural apricot flavoring. Uh, they were uh, they dangled before us, big, beautiful, <laughs> luscious apricots. What? Our minds said no, but our bodies said yes. As usual, we gave in to temptation and created this beer. Wow. <laughs> that's a... Uh... That's great. I love Wasatch. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and pop my top. Oh, my top. Hey. Nice. Hey. And the pour. Yeah. So yeah, a lightly cloudy, very uh, straw-colored beer. It's got a white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. It smells like apricots. Mm-hmm. Very strongly like apricots. Steve's got for the sip. Oh yeah, the ap- apricots are uh, pretty strong and it overpowers the uh normally there's like the banana and clove of the hefeweizen, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's the like sweetness of the apricots, a little bit of the pith, but yeah. There's no pith in an apricot, babe. The, the pit? I don't know. It's the, <laughs> this, it is uh, yeah. This yeah, is a delightful know. beer. This is great for a hot summer day. Mm-hmm. Brent, what are you drinking? I just realized, like, I'm drinking what it seems to be like the drink I seem to always pick when I talk to y'all. I'm drinking a cherry Coke every time Excellent. I talk with y'all. <laughs> I think you need to talk to us more often so you can drink more cherry Coke. I was going to say so I can do more Coke. I'm like, hold up now. <laughs> <laughs> Only the cherry kind. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't licensed to kill. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is view to a kill. Are these the greatest Bond villains? Are you talking about Academy Award winner Christopher Walken and legend Grace Jones? Yeah. I mean, what's the competition? Right? <laughs> Jaws? Eh, no. Sanchez? Uh, who's the guy oh, who Sanchez throws- is pretty good. I, who's the he, guy who throws his hat? Ajab. Oh, Ajab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, well, Grace Jones would kill Ajab about, very uh, quickly. <laughs> shit, I forget Sean Bean's name from GoldenEye, but he's pretty good. Trevelyan? Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. There's some great villains in Bond, but I, I kind of like the uh, crazy genetically enhanced versions of Christopher yeah. Walken and Grace Jones. Yeah, even Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. No. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Dolph Lundgren's like far in the background. Uh, he's not genetically engineered that we know of. He's just KGB. Well, he is in real life, though. That's the thing. Well, yeah. That was the that they were playing him against type. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised he didn't, like, step up when... Uh, you know, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> View to a kill. View to a kill from director John Glenn. Oh my god, the astronaut? Yes, the yeah. American legend astronaut. Oh, <laughs> turned British director who <laughs> who did... Uh, I think this is the... L- see, he did five... No, this is his third of the five movies that oh, he directed. Which was He was, like, the assistant director on a bunch before, too. Yeah, it was like, he, he also did some Timothy Dalton ones, right? Yeah, Living Daylights and License to Kill. Oh, you did both, okay. Yeah, as well as Aces, Iron Eagle 3, which is an amazing movie. <laughs> I've never seen any of those. Are they worth watching? The first one is actually, you know, it's one of those, like, 80s, like, Top Gun kind of patriotic kind of movies. Number three, I mean, you can watch it for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Top Gun either. You've never seen Top Gun? I've never seen Top Neither me or PJ, none of us have seen it. I will what? keep that in mind when we invite you on to watch Top Gun in a later month. <laughs> when the sequel oh. comes out. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> We're calling it So Straight It's Gay Month. <laughs> uh, yeah. Featuring 300. And <laughs> what was the other volleyball-based one that we watched? Oh, Side Out or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, we're talking View to a Kill. <laughs> View to a Kill. Starring Roger Moore as James Bond. Tanya Roberts as Stacy Sutton. Uh, yeah, Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. And all the, all the old people from uh, that are playing M and Q and Money Penny. Mm-hmm. All right. This movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, I love... Uh, okay. I don't know if this was on the version that you watched, Brad. We, we, we just up? bought the Blu-ray, so we have all of them. Did it start off with the disclaimer about Zorin? Oh, that was on the VHS tape, too. Was it? Oh, okay, was yeah. it? I, m- I must have not had the first minute or so on, <laughs> on my version growing up. Because, like, it was well, like, like, you do know that Zorin is not a real company. It has nothing to do, blah, blah, blah. Because apparently, fun fact, there was a real Zorin company. <laughs> they didn't check it before clearing it, apparently. They were probably evil, too. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, some sort of, like... It was like a Taiwanese textile company or something oh, like that. So they're like, what the fuck? It's a front. Don't believe it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it starts off the disclaimer. And then we go to, I assume, a Siberian ski resort. Because <laughs> there was a bunch of guys in white outfits skiing around, having a gay old time. All right, I'm sorry. This is a little bit late. But I googled Zorin Industries. First up comes up fictitious company owned by Max Zorin. <laughs> Second comes up the uh, the stock prices for Zorin Industries. They're a metal and mining company. So yes, they are evil. <gasps> oh Holy shit. Yeah. shit. Yeah. What's their stock looking like? Not good. <laughs> we, might, we might need to invest now that we're not in the, the Silicon Valley Not Bay good. Area. Apparently they had a press release on in June that... Uh, didn't do good for them. Christopher Walker is our new CFO. No! Oh, so this is a documentary then. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we should have known. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, among these gentlemen in the white outfit skiing around um, is 007, James Bond, uh, who stumbles upon a corpse <laughs> and immediately starts robbing it. That's right. <laughs> they don't need it no more. That's right. Yoink. <laughs> People get frozen every day, B. <laughs> you tough, right? <laughs> so uh, stealing his locket, trying to check out the pictures, see if it's a hottie in there. Like, oh, shit, there's a microchip in here. Yoink. <laughs> he knows what he's looking for. Yeah, How many he men does. carry lockets? It's exactly, yeah. <laughs> Steve, if you had a locket, I would immediately peel off the pictures <laughs> right. to see what was in it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's my cyanide pill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so yeah, so he steals the necklace and then immediately discovered, and so we get a ski chase, and people are fucking shooting at him, and he gets by. There's a guy on the snowmobile chasing after him, and he does that thing where, what is he like, does like the grappling hook to his back and yoink, yep, yoinks oh, him yeah. right off. It's my snowmobile now, oh, bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Beach Boys you- start playing. Yes. Yeah, the the snowmobile gets blown up, and he takes like one of the skis and like starts snowboarding Wish down the road. They all could be California yeah. girls. Which doesn't make any sense in this movie whatsoever. So this is a continuing theme in the James Bond universe of songs that have nothing to do with anything, just being crammed in during an action scene for some reason. I will not have you besmirch Louis Armstrong and honor <laughs> Majesty's Secret Service. That was perfect. <laughs> Well, I'm all the time in the world. <laughs> She's definitely not gonna be killed. <laughs> yeah, California girls, though. Wow, that was even as a kid. I'm like, so wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, so even as a kid, I thought that shit was dumb. I always hated that part. Luckily, we get past it quickly. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, it only lasts like a minute, and then he like skis across the the pond there, and all the other guys fall in, and 
And then, uh, oh, that's right, he takes down the helicopter with a flare. Yeah, by <laughs> the way, the some, toy helicopter. some <laughs> excellent helicopter stunts. Oh, yeah, yeah, where it, like, bounces off the ground bounces and off everything. off the ice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so after the helicopter is blowing up, I guess that's that's all of them. <laughs> and then uh, there's a little uh, little manhole cover or whatever that comes. I don't know what it's called out of the ice. on the top of a submarine. But yeah, it's got the little British I'll flag. A, I'll go with manhole. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. To all of our listeners on submarines, please contact Steve at EILF Movies. <laughs> that's right. Hit me up on Twitter. What's it called? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it goes down in a little sub disguised as an iceberg. And uh, apparently Farrah Fawcett's at the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> some some British chick with the, the Farrah Fawcett hair. Charlie and of course, Hazel, James Bond collaboration. Yeah, finally the crossover we all wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Bond is uh, Bugsley. What the fuck's the guy's name? Oh, Bosley. Bosley, Bosley. Bosley. <laughs> yeah, Bugsley, you know. <laughs> that's a <the> name. <laughs> they said Bugsley like the gangster at first. I said, what the oh, hell yeah. episode was that? <laughs> <laughs> we do got a James Bond movie and a new Charlie's Angels movie coming out, so they, you know they could do it. Oh shit! Oh, we got more uh, more on that later. Oh shit! Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, about the new Bond movie. So I'd like to watch the new Charlie's Angels. <laughs> oh no, not whatever. When's it's that got coming the, up? It's got, it's got the Twilight chick on it. I'm, I'm yeah. Past. Sorry, <laughs> that's the one I know. <laughs> the three. <laughs> if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go Charlie's Angels reboots, you can't beat the '90s one. Yeah, full throttle. Wah, wah, yeah. Wah. Oh, <laughs> I saw that in the drive-ins as a double feature with Legally Blonde 2. Oh my god, that's a fucking combo. <laughs> so which one did you like more, babe? I like the one I liked them both. <laughs> I've seen the second one, but I've never seen the first Charlie's Angels reboot. It's I. Right. It's it's from uh it's from Mick G. You know. Oh, he he's, made Terminator he's Salvation, didn't he? He sure did. <laughs> Fuck Mick G. Then. I they, hate that movie. That that movie may be coming up soon. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't do it, man. I couldn't. Honestly, that's one of the few movies in my life I've never been able to sit through. Oh, Every man. time, that's one of the few DVDs I bought and then didn't even finish it. Took it back to the store. I never do that. But fuck like, that movie. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> do it right this time. Oh, if you want to hear me cuss a lot, it, it'll happen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, Bond and uh, Farrah Fawcett, we'll just call her that. Uh, they have five day. It's a five day sub ride to Alaska. So, bang number one. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> and then we get the greatest song in all of James Bond history during the intro: "A View to uh, a Kill" by Duran yeah. Duran. I'm not gonna lie; it is definitely up there for me for Bond songs. Absolutely. What's your favorite Bond song, there, Brent? I was just about to say. I was just debating because honestly. Like this one and the two after it might be my three favorite ones. <laughs> oh, the Living Daylights and, and uh, License, License to, to Kill. Kill. You know, people always dislike to Kill, but I like that song. I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah, we we were talking about the other day. Not my favorite at all, but it's it's aight. But uh, I like Golden Eye. Like Golden Eye is really like the only competition. Tina Turner. Yeah. It is hard to beat oh, Tina. Let's face it. I I really like Diamonds Are Forever too. <laughs> Shirley oh, Bassey. Yeah. Oh, that's you don't like Goldfinger. <laughs> wider than a mile no, sorry. <laughs> we discovered that pretty much any James Bond title can be sung to Moon River <laughs> and now we can't stop we're going to hurt ourselves <laughs> you just have to tweet it to the, uh, the producers yeah. Yeah, I'm actually just looking at the lyrics of A View to a Kill right now and I never realized how just all over the fucking place they are oh you ever seen a video 
Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh my god, here I am meeting you with a view to a kill. Face to face in secret places, feel the chill. <laughs> Nightfall covers me, but you know the plans I'm making. Still overseas, <laughs> could it be the whole earth opening wide? <laughs> a sacred why? A mystery gaping inside. Holy shit. There you go. <laughs> a week is why. Until we dance into the, the fire. fire. <laughs> the fatal kiss is all we need. <laughs> oh, then it goes on from there, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just make lyrics with that sound like spy shit. Fuck it. Yeah, right. <laughs> is it spy meets, I don't know, porn. Yeah. <laughs> spy porn. Isn't that what James Bond is, guys? Pretty Shades of Bond. Yeah. yeah. Spin-off. Erotic fan fiction. <laughs> uh, so we get that. Uh, we get the, the glow-in-the-dark hottie skiing. And I'm like, is this a fucking Wham! video? What What's going on yeah. here? <laughs> Great song, not one of the stronger videos. <laughs> oh, God, there's, there's that girl who's like, standing there at the skis and she's on fire and then she yeah. gets shot with a laser and then she ice. turns to an ice sculpture it's like the yep. fuck is going on an ice sculpture that they're hitting with a blowtorch so she's crying yeah <laughs> always wonder how high these motherfuckers were when they made these intros right? oh the answer is all the way into the atmosphere <laughs> Andy Warhol <laughs> Andy Lynch Warhol intro. said I have to tap out now <laughs> <laughs> you guys are freaking me out so what, what's, what do y'all think is like the worst song? Oh, the worst Bond song? Yeah. Die Another Day. Yeah, oh, the Madonna joint, huh? Yeah, not a fan of that one. I mean, <laughs> we were talking some mad shit on Moonraker a couple weeks ago. It's true. <laughs> what is the Moonraker song? I can't even remember what the hell that one is. It's 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 Shirley Bassey, but it, it it's the one where like we we kept it kept like slipping in our minds to Moon River because it's just like oh. a slow and it's like. Just like a moon raker goes across the sky. Yeah, that one's not a not. It doesn't have the oomph it needs. Well, usually when uh, I talk to people or they talk about the worst ones, a lot of people would say like all of the Pierce Brosnan ones, like all four of them. Oh, I say Golden Eye is good. I should like the one that uh uh the the world is not enough that uh garbage did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's like usually on the too. bottom of everybody's list when I see them. But yeah, see, I well. like garbage, so... <laughs> <laughs> we like trash. Trash. Ooh, Man with the Golden Gun isn't, isn't a great one. Oh, That's a yeah. bad one. Uh, you know, and uh, this is going to be controversial, everyone says Live or Let Die is like their favorite of all time. I'm like, eh. Is that the Paul McCarty one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that, that just... That one's like, eh. It's I. Right. How do you guys feel about it. the one from Quantum of Solace? I don't even remember oh. that. Jack White and Alicia Keys? Uh, I don't remember it, so I'm going to pass. I don't remember it at all. I don't care for that movie at all. <laughs> I need to rewatch that one, because I remember not hating that one when I saw it. I remember watching it being like, so nothing happened. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, 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 I remember he was like, it was like, oh yeah, he's out in vengeance now, because they have a grain diet or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. And then, like, nothing really happens until the end when the building blows up, and it's like, oh... All right, well, that was two hours down. <laughs> All I remember is him making the guy drink oil at the end. That's pretty much the only thing I remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, okay, we might have to watch some of the Daniel Craig ones again. <laughs> what about uh, the Cheryl Crow one, Tomorrow Never Dies? Pass. Yeah, I don't know how I was going to care for that one. 
Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So there are definitely a lot of bad Vomta songs. Not this <laughs> Mostly one. the newer ones. Not this one. This one's, Not this one. This one's fucking this, rad. This one's the, top three undisputed. For sure. So, so I think what we're saying is, while the 80s were very difficult on a lot of things like wardrobes <laughs> and hairstyles, it was good for music and Bond. Oh, hell you know yeah. what? You know what else the 80s were good for? Huh. Robots. Robots. And we get plenty of them in this movie with the <laughs> the little rolling surveillance guy that I swear is straight out of Rocky Four. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the damn short circuit robot, whatever the hell it was called. Oh, Johnny Five? There yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know it's 1985 when there's amazing robots. <laughs> <laughs> basically, we find out uh, Bond gets back to London, and then uh, Q basically gives us the lowdown on the microchip that he found that it's impervious to electromagnetic pulse, and apparently it was made by Zorin Industries, who's ran by Max Zorin, played by Christopher Walken. We need to investigate him, find out why the the Russians had this microchip, because they weren't supposed to have it. This was British intelligence bullshit. Uh, <laughs> There's a leak. Yeah, that's right. Gotta find the mole. And uh, where are they gonna find the mole? The horse races. Was Max Zorin supposed to be a Nazi? I just meant to ask you that. Oh, he's a KGB. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. they got the one little weird little doctor dude they... Looking like Doctor Strange, love and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that guy was a Nazi, but okay. he like defected to Russia. I think was his backstory. Ah, okay. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Zorin's dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the doctor. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we're at the horse races, and the first thing I've written down is Mayday's outfit. Oh yeah, she looks like a nun, right? <laughs> but it's like, but it's like the dark red and black, yeah. and she's rocking that shit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> girlfriend of his. We don't seem to know. <laughs> we didn't know about Shabazz for that one. Except for that she takes her vitamins. That's right. Oh, God. That's right. Like, she certainly takes her vitamins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at the horse races, there's like, basically just a lot of exposition about, like, oh, yeah, his horses always seem to win, even though they don't have the proper breeding and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we can't seem to find anything on them. Uh, what you'll want to do is meet up with this French detective guy that we hired, and he'll be able to tell you what he's found out. And see if you're forgetting the most important part. Zorin's horse Pegasus wins the race. Oh, of course. Pegasus right. is amazing, even though yeah. it's not the proper breeding and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Which Whatever. just goes to show, even with improper be- breeding, if you take your steroids, you can still win. <laughs> That's right. Oh, That's my right. God. Take steroids, kids. That's right. <laughs> the more you know. Oh, my God. What if there was, like, a Seabiscuit-type movie, but it was called Pegasus? Yeah. And they take everybody, and it's based on this movie. So yes. It's like... But it's from basically, like, the story of the horse. Yeah. And then all this other stuff is happening around it. Still... Like, what happens to Pegasus once his owner dies in a... You know, we'll get there. Yeah, right. <laughs> he gets turned into glue. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that or, like, he gets pulverized into glue, but then he just forms right back like a T-1000 or something. Yeah. There you go. Like, oh my god, the next evolution! <laughs> it's Terminator 8 right there. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator 8, Pegasus. And it's <laughs> S-Y-S at the end. Or That's right, yeah. Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so Bond basically buys lunch for this French detective guy on the Eiffel Tower. And <laughs> he's just the smuggest little bastard you've ever seen yeah. in your life. And he's That's like, I... Jean-Pierre Francois if uh, found out what uh, is going on with Owen. And it's like, this guy's totally not French, I guarantee it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this guy's like Scottish trying to be French or something. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, he is killed by a butterfly. 
<laughs> All right, so was it so was it poison, or did they just find that exact yeah, point yeah, that they needed? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so yeah, so it's uh, someone in a ninja outfit. It's May Day. Let's face it. She even kept her hat on and just oh, yeah. <laughs> wore an all black outfit. Well, there's not She's... more than one black person in this movie. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm uh-oh, thinking. Uh oh. I'm thinking. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's her. Like, who else is there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's swinging around this basically a f- fucking fishing lure. <laughs> What and, is the show uh, even? This show was bullshit that they watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's the incredible Papillon. And some, again, Farrah Fawcett-looking chick She's, comes out. And she whistles to make the butterflies <laughs> dance around. Yeah, make them dance around. And then one of them just hooks the French guy right in the neck and kills him instantly. Like, if it's poison, like, okay, sure, it's like a cyanide-tipped fish hook. It would yeah. still take, like, I don't know, three seconds. It's not, Ugh, I'm dead. And I thought he, what, was it the neck or the cheek? I swear, I thought it hit him in the cheek. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought it was like in the jugular or something. Maybe it was the chick. It was somewhere stupid know. as hell. I know. That. Yeah. <laughs> not not the best Bond death. Yeah. On that note, Bond chases after the the person in the black outfit, and they start racing up the stairs to the Eiffel Tower. And oh, you see the great Bond line that he said after that. Oh fuck yeah! Like, <laughs> what's wrong with him? There was a fly in a soup. <laughs> By the way, if you hear jingling in the background, that is once again Pickless Cage and his jingly collar. Yeah. Trying to hi. sabotage the podcast again, yeah. huh? Again, still trying to hang himself with our ear earbuds here. <laughs> Got the pet cemetery cat back there. <laughs> Church, no! asphyxiation. So yeah, chase her up the tower, but she's able to escape because she jumps off the tower and then pulls a parachute and just coasts down the river sign. But Bond's like, nope, none on my watch, bitch. And uh, takes the the top of the elevator down to the bottom, steals a taxi. Uh, Fuck, he like jumps a bus. (laughs) Like like there's like some ramp somewhere and like lands on the bus. Pretty good Mm -hmm. little car stunts. And then he like loses the top of the car and gets sideswiped and loses the back half of it. Right. <laughs> it's like that's not gonna drive. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know James Bond wasn't doing none of that. That stuntman was super visible the whole damn time. Oh, the whole movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> man, when he jumped from down onto the elevator, it was blatantly mainly like James Caan was out there doing stunts for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From there, like, he parks on a bridge. Uh, Mayday just, like, landed on a, a boat where a wedding's going on. And James Hahn jumps onto the boat and crashes right into the middle of the wedding, taking out the cake. I thought you said James Conn crashes into the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> James Conn's like, look out below! <laughs> oh, shit. Crashes the wedding. And those chefs were about to chop him in half, I yeah. think. But uh, but Mayday is able to escape, hop on a little speedboat, running shotgun by the, the 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 big boat, and they drive off down the river. And of course, who's driving the speedboat, Brent? Max Zorin, right? Max Zorin. Okay, I actually couldn't remember for a second. Here's a running theme in this movie. You'll find out. Max Zorin very hands on with his uh, criminal undertakings. That's like, true. He's there to bail out Mayday, not wearing any kind of disguise or anything. Yep. Just, you know, platinum blonde hair, slick back, you know, looking like Max Shrek. I don't know. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. Yeah, hop on. I got gotcha. you. It'll pop up. Yeah. 
It's yeah. Max Shrek's son years later. This takes place after Batman. <laughs> right? Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, the next the next point they got to go to is Zoran's having a horse auction, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. what you call it? Yeah, yeah. At his... Uh, yeah, he's auctioning off a bunch of his uh, winning studs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys like studs? So uh, James Bond shows up under the uh, the name Surgeon Smythe, like was it John Surgeon Smythe, something like that. James, James, James. or James, James, James. He yeah, yeah. James first. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because I like, laughed what? at that. I was like, "You a damn spy," but he's using like your first name now. <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. I guess so. <laughs> They'd be looking for like a, a Vincent Surgeon Smythe, but yeah. no, not a James. That's too easy. And it's not just this movie either, but I've noticed watching these movies like as I'm older, like James Bond kind of sucks as a spy in a lot of these movies. He's like trash. He gets caught yeah. all the time, man. Yeah, we brought that up too. Like, like yeah. half the time he's just like, "Yeah, I'm James Bond. I'm a you know ar- architect, spy. or I'm editor of the Washington Post, or something like that, or the London Financial <laughs> Times, or some shit." It's like you're not even changing your fucking name, dude. <laughs> Right, and as you see in this movie, they can just type in the computer and just bring up all this shit right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's great when he when, when Zoran does that. He's like pulling up, and it's like, oh, extremely dangerous. I, I love Walken's reaction. It's just like, oh, oh, oh shit, oh, <laughs> ooh, I should be I should be careful with this guy. <laughs> Who's this guy? Like sixty eight? No, right, fucking grandpa out here chasing people. Yeah, just means uh, he's got more experience, more wisdom. <laughs> he got a lot of stunt men. Yeah, and then uh, we're introduced to uh, one of one of Zorin's many uh, many lady henchmen, Jenny Flex. I love that fucking name, right? (laughs) And it's played by the girl that uh, what's her name, Allison Duty. She was uh, Ilza in Last Crusade. (laughs) You said Duty. Yeah, is that her name? <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, dude. Yeah, it is Duty. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, did you notice that? uh... Mayday is in charge of an all-lady security squad. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's, that's some uh, Hugo Drax shit pulling mm-hmm. on there. That's what Steve would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always just wanted to open a door to a room full of ninjas training. <laughs> <laughs> They're only wearing their geese. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent trampoline work, girls. <laughs> I don't know what this has to do with protecting your life, Mr. Godric. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out when it's ready. <laughs> when your time is ready. You're looking like the end of the man show. You remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the juggies. <laughs> yeah, the, what, what movie was it where that was basically the Bond intro? Wasn't that, oh, wasn't that Moonraker? Th- where it was the girls oh, on trampolines? I think it might have been. Yeah. And it cost more than Dr. No did just for that intro scene. Like, how? Oh, it's girls on trampolines with a fucking camera. It's a lot of craftsmanship that went into that, man. Yeah. A lot of sexual harassment suits had to be paid off or something. No, no, no. Steve was the insurance of having uh, having that busty, that top heavy a girl on a trampoline. My God, her back. <laughs> so. So, uh, so yeah, James Bond is instantly spotted by Mayday because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, put on a fucking mustache or something, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, oh, that's right. There, there's this, uh, what is he like, a lord of the British Empire? So, like, like some sir, I, f- I forget oh, his name, but some yeah, sir he, guy who's like posing their, as his butler. Yeah, but he's there. Oh, this yeah. is how how Bond is getting the invitation to this exclusive party in that. Yeah. Oh, is he Surgeon Smythe? 
Not no, James he Bond. Another is. Name. He starts with the G. His name is like oh, Taggart or something like that. Taggart. Yeah. Oh, oh, Tibbet. That's right. Tibbet. 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 That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, so so they're like checking out the room and they find like bugs and you know do a whole lot of like re- have like recordings of like James Bond saying some douchey fucking orders like he's a yeah. rich asshole. And then uh, a helicopter comes flying in carrying the love interest Tanya Roberts. I said Sheena. You ever see that movie? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Also, the mom from that '70s show. Yeah, that's right. Ah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. So, that show so damn long. But uh, basically, Zorin has a meeting with this this mysterious hottie, um, and Bond kind of like goes into the room after they leave, and basically Zorin's written her a five million dollar check, ka-ching mm-hmm. But then, uh, so how is she involved? How is she involved? What is Zorin's plot? I better start trying to drill her for information. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but before you can even do that, he uh, meets up with the the old Nazi doctor guy. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Van Cliffenflin or whatever the fuck his name we is. We just call him Doctor Nazi. There you yeah. go. Yeah, and chats with him, and of course the doctor is pretty outgoing with all of the like. <laughs> oh yeah, why are the horses so much better? Ah, it's in the. The, the vitamins and the breeding and selective yes, I've been, lines. I've and been genetically altering them and then also <laughs> I've been injecting much. them with my own special... Oh, Max, then, yes, yeah. did you need me? And then Zorin walks up. Uh, hello, Doctor, you're needed over there in please, the lab. Please go over to the lab, please. Why do we let him out at parties? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They're and all bad talk- at their damn jobs. Yeah. Well, and then Bond's like, like talking to Zorin and within, I don't know, two lines, he's like, oh yeah, you're uh, into fly fishing? And so it's like... Yeah, I know you kill somebody, motherfucker. I'm not who I seem to be. Right? <laughs> like, oh, I'm uh, neglecting the rest of my guests. Uh, have a good day, Mr. Smythe. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, he has the chat with um, Miss Sutton, uh, mm-hmm. Tanya Roberts, she, uh, whatever. <clears throat> and Melissa Lane is like, so are you buying or selling? What? Horses. Horses. Are you buying or selling horses? Oh, like, oh. I'm just kind of here. She 100% seems like a prostitute in yeah. this conversation, correct? Totally. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh and here's the other thing. Um, did Zorin just fly her out to his palatial estate in France from San Francisco where she lives just to write her a $5 million check? Yes. We're going to find out later that he needs to buy the rest of the rights <laughs> to her company so that he can pull off the maneuver he wants to. Were wire transfers around in the 80s? No, this is much more impressive. Is it though? She could just deny the wire transfer. (coughs) He's trying to secure at the same time, man. Yeah. Is Zorin trying to secure though? No, I think Zorin's got his hands full with Mayday. Yeah. So we're going to find out here (coughs) in an upcoming scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Mayday, she steps in to cock block James Bond from uh, hitting on Miss Sutton. Uh, So Miss Sutton just leaves. She's not impressed. And then that night, I guess, they go to investigate the stables, and they stumble upon the secret lab that Dr. Glückenblurk is... Dr. Nazi. <laughs> call him Dr. Cronenberg. No, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> Dr. Nazi. Yeah, Dr. Nazi's, uh, you know, his little lab, and they find out, oh yeah, it's uh, steroids being administered into the horses via this microchip syringe. Yeah, and, this is why they got the microchips. And then two of the guards come down, and they're in like fucking like leader like almost like lederhosen. It's like like the Oktoberfest <laughs> hats and shit. Yeah, but they also have like very Nazi esque uniforms. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah the very brown and but yeah they come down and so Bond and uh, the 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 sir guy what's his name Tibbet 
they have to hide. And they hide in where apparently they're stockpiling a shit ton of these microchips. They're impervious to EMP. Like, why is he collecting all these microchips? There's already a surplus. He's hoarding the world surplus of them. Not allowing anybody else to have them. Yeah, so then he has to fight the two guards because Tibbet is a bitch. (laughs) He gets, like, smacked once and falls into a pile. Because he's a lord. He's not a secret agent. He shouldn't be here. Oh, he's not a commander of Her Majesty's Secret Service? No. Uh, It's been a long time since he was an Avenger, man. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's right. He was in the Avengers, wasn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) I was wondering. I was waiting for it. (laughs) He didn't have Diana Rigg to save his ass. (laughs) She got shot up in a drive-by. That's right. Uh, Spawn movies. (laughs) Connections. It's it's all connected. Uh, Yeah, so he beats up the guards, and him and Tibbet go back to their room or whatever. And that's where we uh, we find out Zorin and Mayday are, are just sparring and just beating the crap out of each yeah. other. But then Zorin gets Mayday pinned. And then they start trying oh, to bite each yeah. other. It's foreplay, baby. Yeah. yeah. Mayday is ready to roll. But then they're interrupted when uh, Zorin gets a call. I said not to be interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I realized watching this movie this last time. Christopher Walken doesn't say a lot in this movie, but when he does... It's fucking perfect every fucking time. Fucking perfect. No second takes. (laughs) Oh, so good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So yeah, so basically he gets called. Someone's broken into the lab. So they go to check on Smythe, and he's not in his room. But So then they go to Mayday's room for whatever reason. And uh, there's Smythe sitting in bed like... uh, so, uh, you said you are going to take care of me personally, is that right? Yeah, well, hey, Mayday just got cock-blocked, so there's only one thing to do. That's right. Does this make her an official Bond girl? It absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bond always makes the villain girl turn. Oh yeah. Like, every time. He sure does. <laughs> Boom. Thing number two for this movie. Woo! And, uh... Take a shot. <laughs> keep, keep this scene in mind, because it's coming up in Fun Facts. Oh, shit. So then uh, the next morning, uh, we go to Zoran's office. He's talking with Smythe, and this is when he like looks him up on his computer, and it says, like, oh, yeah, he has a licensed skill. Very dangerous. And, and Zoran's like, oh, shit. Look like he's getting hyped, like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, hey, uh, we have what, uh, one of Pegasus' brothers. We could take you out for a ride. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. You know, see if I want to buy him. And then uh, he tells Tibbet to uh, pass a message along. Uh, Tibbet's like, oh yeah, just go and get the car washed. I'll be right back. Mayday's not falling for that shit, though. And uh, So, yeah, Zorin and Bond, they go for that morning ride, and they find out the horse's name is Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but instead of a nice little jaunt around the countryside, they are going to do a steeplechase with, like, eight other dudes. <laughs> yeah. Because, obviously, a 60-something-year-old gentleman is going to be perfectly fine <laughs> In a, a steeplechase. What the fuck is a steeplechase? I've never known what that was. It's it's basically like a horse race obstacle course kind of thing. Oh, that's just okay. Yeah. yeah. So so what it is is it's it's a horse race. So you're going full speed, but yeah, there's also jumps involved. Oh, uh, I didn't and, know there was a name for that. I thought it was just a fucking obstacle course. Do, do they do it three or four at a time? Or yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So it's okay. like picture like a regular racehorse race where you got like the nine horses lined up. Oh, okay. But the track has a bunch of jumps in it, so they're all jumping at the same time in that. That's what I was saying. One of the one of the big ones, I think it's like Churchill Downs or something, still has bodies in the bushes because they can't get to them. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit! Yeah. 
That's fucked up. Yeah, my sister used to watch steeplechasing. People get hurt every single time. It is the NASCAR of horse horse events. Horse races my, are fucking brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to watch them now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Steeplechasing's intense. Steeplechasing and uh, Jim Canna. Jim Canna's the western version where shit goes wrong <laughs> I'm sorry, time. did you say Jim Cotta? I thought the Jim same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they should change it to Jim Cotta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll double. watch the hell out of that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Steeple Chase, uh, they start racing. Yeah, Bond like is able to you know red his horse over like it, like they like double the size of the jumps after Zoran jumps over it. And he's able to clear it, but the henchmen <laughs> aren't, and they start beating the shit out of him, and he starts kicking them. But then uh, Zoran hits his little cane button thing, and Inferno starts going fucking nuts. And then he goes through the woods and he's racing and racing and they're chasing behind him through the woods. And then he sees the Rolls Royce that Tibbetts driving. And he's like, all right, all right, yeah. don't stop, don't stop, I'll jump on. Yeah. And, he, and he jumps into the Rolls Royce to find out Mayday is driving. Bum, bum, bum. Tibbetts dead in the back. Yeah, Tibbetts a nice little corpse in the back seat. Got killed so. at the fucking car wash, too. Oh, that's right, the car wash, <laughs> yeah. When uh, Mayday just pops up out of the back and garrot wires his ass. Ooh. Oh shit! As a kid, every time we went to the car wash, I would always think of that scene. You're always checking the back seat. Oh, now if I was in the back seat, I would always fuck with my little brother. <laughs> Reach up and grab his ass. <laughs> so they take the Rolls Royce. They they like knock James Bond out, uh, put them both in the back seat. Roll the Rolls Royce into a lake, and then James Bond's like able to escape and like use the air in the tire or whatever to mm-hmm. to survive. Yeah. Which, all right. I, th- I think it was on Mythbusters where that's BS, right? <laughs> eh, you know what? It's, he's James Bond. If anyone can do it, he can. All right, I'll buy it. He's James Bond. He's he's superhuman. Yeah. So One then we the c- stuntman died for him. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> One of many. No. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to another horse track for whatever reason. Where uh, this is horse based. Yeah. By the way, those giant ass stables that they were in over at Zoran's place is a real place. Oh yeah, the oh, Chateau de Chantilly. Yeah, and uh, like all those horse statues and that—that's the uh, the Museum of the Living Horse. You can like go visit that right now. And apparently, the gas station where Tibbet gets killed is actually only like five miles from it. Damn, nice. What I found the James Bond like location wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so at the uh, at this other horse track, Zorin and Mayday are meeting up with some uh, KGB operatives, and this is where we get a cameo from the great Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, you can like barely see him in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like back but left this corner. This is his first movie. Out of focus. Oh yeah, this is his first on screen role. Wasn't he banging uh, Grace Jones? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so Rocky yeah. Four came out after this. I thought Rocky Four was like earlier than that. No, uh, Rocky Four, I think, was later in the year, like, 86 or something oh, like okay. that. I don't know why I was thinking, yeah. like, 84 or something. Yeah, I, every time I look it up, it's like, I, like, I always think it's, like, 88 or something when it came yeah. out. And it's like, yeah, 85, 86. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's <laughs> okay. cool. But, yeah, yeah, apparently this just beat it or something. Um, and this is where we find out that, uh, that Zorin and Mayday are both biological experiments. And they're, like, super strong and super smart, but also psychotic yeah. They don't really yeah. act that psychotic, though, for real. Like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's more like, like, like they don't like, like Zoran doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Like that's just oh, like, yeah. no, he's a sociopath. Sociopath, for sure. that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but but like psychotic is like no, he's usually you know under control and yeah. like not not like yeah. rational. Like ah. he has absolutely zero empathy or sympathy. But yeah, no, he knows what he's doing. He just doesn't give a fuck who it affects. That's right. Mayday at least has uh, some feelings for Zorin apparently. Yeah, yeah. But after this uh, this meeting with the KGB, where Zorin's basically like, "Fuck you guys, I'm gonna rule the world here." You would be. <laughs> I'm, I'm no longer us. KGB. I'm running my own shit. You'd be nothing without us. And, uh, yeah, basically the KGB, like the old guys, are basically like, hey, you'll be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we smash cut to a boardroom where Max Zorin is giving a speech about his vision. Yeah. His Project Mindstrike, of which everyone in the room is going to pay him $100 million to be a part of. And then well, they're, because they're all manufacturers of, uh, of microchips. Yeah. And what's the best way to take control of the market? Get rid of the uh, the biggest creator, Silicon Valley. Yeah, 80% of the market, just take them out. Yeah. And this then, is uh, one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie, even as a right. kid, I love this shit. Yeah, yeah, the one guy's like, "All right, I want out. This is uh, this is a little <laughs> a little too much for me." And he's like, oh, "Okay, cool, that's fine." Uh, Mayday, why don't you show him the way out? <laughs> make him a drink. Yeah, make him a drink or something. <laughs> and, and then he's like, "It's like right this way." <laughs> Slide, because apparently this boardroom is on a motherfucking blimp. Yeah. <laughs> Zorin apparently has a fleet of these blimps, as we're going to find out. Yeah. And then Mayday puts on her shades, a la Deal With It gif. Oh, she's so fucking great. <laughs> and then returns to the board meeting, and of course Zorin's like, anybody else want out? She is the smoothest henchman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course this blimp is now pulling into San Francisco. Yeah! Get a view of the Golden Gate Bridge and everything. And Mayday... What does Mayday say, babe? What does she say, Steve? Oh... What a view to a kill. Yeah. Roll credits. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Yeah, right. He's like, yeah, bring that music back. <laughs> Fuck the regular score. <laughs> Actually, I really like the the like orchestral score version of View to a Kill too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like when that pops up. I I just realized it pops up when um, what's her nuts? Stacy Sutton's on the screen. Like that's yes. her theme. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Shit, I never noticed that before until just now. Yeah, because she's she's the soft, tender one who has to be protected. She's Protect the one. Her from the fire. She's the one that wants to dance <laughs> into the fire. Yeah. A fatal kiss is all we need. Yeah. Gaping wide. I, I don't know. I forget the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not going to go into gaping. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we don't know that for sure. <laughs> not yet. Uh, so, <laughs> so then we go to Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, where Which still looks exactly like that to this day. It really does. Except for the uh, Guinness World Records building is now Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, that's true. That's one the one change down there. <laughs> also, I think my dad might have been in the background of this scene. <laughs> oh, shit. Izzy did take like a little, like I paused it apparently just the right point. She's like, holy shit, is that my dad? Oh, did you post a picture of that on Twitter? Yeah. I, I saw that. Okay. I said, yeah, no, I did it on Facebook. I tagged my, I tagged my father in it because that is what my dad looked like. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Bond's there, Fisherman's Wharf, and he meets with Jack Lee, the CIA, and uh, you get the whole backstory about the experiments the uh, you know Nazis and KGB were running on him. Basically, given the backstory that oh yeah, Zorin uh, 
is basically a genetic experiment made from birth during the aftermath of World War II. And Designed to be the perfect Aryan creature. <laughs> except he got a little psychotic. That was the side effect of all the steroids. And <laughs> Fun fact, turns out he's a total sociopath. Yeah. Hitler would have been proud. <laughs> and then and then he takes him to meet like a, a crab fisherman. And yeah. <laughs> basically he's like, oh yeah, this is the reporter I was telling you about. And the crab fisherman's like, yeah, that damn Zoran oil pump's making all the crabs disappear. And it's like, okay. Oh, that's right. They got him fucked up, too, didn't they? Is he uh, the one that they threw into, like, the blades or whatever after he, they found his bomb or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he helps them, like, find out where where the oil thing goes. Yeah. That's right. I forgot that yeah. was him. <laughs> and, yeah, basically, the, at, that night they go to the oil pump. And Zorin's there, of course, very hands-on. Wants yeah. to test the equipment, make sure he's able to pump the seawater into his... Uh, his cave system, I don't know, what, yeah, the, well, the mine gotta, system. He's got to test the lines. Much yeah. safer to do it with salt water than uh, oil, as we're going to find out here shortly. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, but uh, they get a little recording where it says, like, main strikes in three days. What's main strike? Who knows? But yeah, they're testing the system at full power, but Bond's down there, and he's about to get sucked in, oh. but then he throws his air tank, and it stops it. Yeah. And then, yeah, they find the other guy, uh, throw his ass down in there. Soren's like, what did, what did he find out? What? What are you talking about? Eh, Dice's ass. <laughs> yeah, so we get blended. Uh, the, apparently the system works. The the test went just fine. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, too, because you had a body go through there and it didn't stop, but the tank stopped it. I thought the body might have yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the body, like, it slowed down for just a sec. Like, like I don't know, when you, like, turn on a microwave in a room with bad wiring, and then it's, like, <laughs> perfectly fine afterwards. It's like, oh, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> But uh, there, there was also uh, somebody else in like black ninja gear and um, on the shore, and Bond catches up to them and tackles them and finds out, oh shit, I banged this chick once. Oh shit! <laughs> it's a Russian spy, also slash ballerina. Yeah, she was the gal from the beginning driving the uh, the the mini sub. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That chick no. had long hair. I thought. Yeah, yeah, that, that was like Farrah Fawcett. No, this oh, is okay. like. This is like unseen adventure of the past okay. or something like that, or maybe she was an octopusy or something. But no, this is this is another thing where it's just basically like, yeah. "Oh, Svetlana, what are you doing here?" And she's like, "I just you know trying to work for KGB, trying to bring down Zorin." Uh, so they I always forgot about this part because it like doesn't really lead anywhere. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> it's just showing that there are, uh, that everybody's trying to take him down, trying to take Zorin down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but so they go to Japantown and go to I don't know a little hot tub place there, a little spa or whatever. Have a little hot tub suite, and that's bang number three for James in this movie is yeah. him and uh, old See, Russian flame. What did the the bu- bubbles in the spa tickle her? <laughs> Tchaikovsky. <laughs> that that way that did make me laugh. The bubbles yeah. that tickle, or whatever the hell she saw was dying. Oh, the, the bubbles, bubbles they tickled my. Tchaikovsky! Yeah, oh, it. James, you remembered! Yeah. Is <laughs> is he hyperextended her eye rolling it so hard? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, basically, uh, Russian chick uh, ste- steals the tape that was, you know, of Zorin given the plan and just rives off while Bond's taking a shower or some shit. Yeah. And she get, jumps in, the old KGB guy's in there, and they put it in their tape deck. And it's Japanese music. Like, what What the fuck? 
Oh, James had pulled a switcheroo on her. Oh, shit. And that's when he finds out main strikes in three days. Hey. So then smash cut to City Hall, where James Bond's meeting up with uh, this geologist guy. What's his name? Roe? Something like that. How? How, that's it. That's right. How. Yeah, so he meets up Mr. Howe and is like, why would Zorn be pumping seawater into land? It's like, oh yeah, to test their integrity. It's a lot safer than oil. If you have any leaks, it's just water. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Glad to be of service. Good day, sir. I don't remember but, that scene at all. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it's like, okay, cool. That's that's great to know. But as he's leaving, he finally finds out who this, where, uh, where this Sutton person with a $5 million payoff oh, is. Yeah. She's apparently his assistant. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so Tony Roberts is back in the movie, everybody. So you don't sound yeah. too thrilled, man. Well, <laughs> there, there's a there's a lot of things in this movie. Like looking back on it, where it's like, all right, that scene could have been cut. Mm-hmm. That scene could have been cut. It's a long one. Too. It's like over two hours and eleven minutes. It's one of the yeah, yeah. Seen. I mean, most Bond movies are over two hours, but this one like just seems like it could kind of cut out most of the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a yeah. whole section in the middle that while watching this, I completely forgot about. Like, yeah. all the shit you're talking about right now, I forgot yeah. about all that. Yeah, yeah, basically the next, like, 30 minutes when, in, like, he follows her out to her her uh, her mansion or whatever out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I didn't remember that shit at all. No. And then, and then so yeah, she he basically follows her out to her, her country estate. Very nice country estate in the middle of fucking nowhere. Probably a $5 million <laughs> home in San Francisco, let's be real. Hmm. Uh, so it's like, yeah, you can buy another one with this check. Uh, but basically, Bond sneaks in, and we get the worst cat scare ever. The <laughs> cat comes away and it makes it sound like. Yeah, that shit was loud too. Like, I didn't even, <laughs> my TV wasn't even that loud, and it was like it made me jump. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and it's not a cat noise either. It's just. <laughs> the cameraman just yelling right next to the microphone. He like stubbed his toe or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bond goes up. And, ooh, sounds like she's taking a shower. I should investigate this further. Mm-hmm. Psych, she pops up out of the closet with a fucking shotgun. Make yourself fool. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, uh, it's around this time, uh, she's like, oh, fine, I'll just call the cops and uh, you can explain to them who you are. Oh, good damn it, you cut the phone line. <laughs> I didn't cut They're the like, phone line. I didn't line. cut the phone line. That would actually would have been a good idea. And then they like, start seeing in the window there's other guys out there. Oh shit, they're under attack. Oh, not the vase holding my dad's ashes. Doesn't yeah. she smash it herself? Yeah, she smashed it. Because, uh, yeah, cause, yeah, one of the guys got the drop on James and was like choke holding his ass. And so she, like, yeah, broke the vase over. Like, oh, sorry, daddy. Grandpa. Grandpa. Or grandpa, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was grandpa. Yeah. Oh, we also find out the shotgun was just full of rock salt. So like the guys were getting like blasted, and instead of like their insides exploding, they were like they're just gonna <coughs> hit the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that one guy got shot in the ass like three times. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like trying to run away. Trying to be like, oh shit! Oh my ass! <laughs> well, slow down, slow down. Let me jump in. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> When yeah. I was a kid, I, when she said that, I thought she was like like the bath salt. She's like the shit that people were smoking back in the day. Like I thought she was shooting that. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's hitting him in the ass with bath salts. <laughs> yeah, this this is how I get high. I just shoot myself up with this rock salt. <laughs> just shotgun. the shotgun at her face and just shoot that shit. <laughs> it's the same way I do my makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <I didn't> even... <laughs> 
but yeah. Oh yeah, when when she's like trying to clean up the vase and the ashes, and the cat just walks right in the middle. I'm like, that cat's gonna crap on those ashes. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa. But he always did enjoy a good fight. Yeah, so then Bond's like, or she's like, oh, thank you for saving me from those men. Uh, I instantly trust you now. Like, oh, well, how about I make you some dinner? Okay. (laughs) By the way, like, I think that's word for word what happened. Yeah, do you remember uh, what he made her? Oh, I I remember he gave us, like, some stupid French name, but it was. Yeah, Quiche de la Croix Nassassois. What's that? It's an omelet. Yeah, so then uh, he starts uh, drilling her for information, giggity. Hey, hey, hey. And yeah, I get a whole backstory about, oh yeah, my, my family used to own all the mines out here, but then Zorn came in and, I don't know, habeas corpus or some bullshit, and <laughs> we've been in we've been in litigation ever since. I had sold all the furniture. It's totally not because the, uh, the estate here totally didn't want us filming the furniture in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she and she was going to take over the family mine, so she went and got her degree in geology. And oh, getting yeah. a job for the state is the only way she's been able to hang on to the house. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice shit about the furniture till just now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, she like mentioned it in passing, and they're like, oh, "Yeah, there was no furniture when they were like beating the crap out of those guys." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I say that also looks like the kind of house where you'd have giant rooms with no furniture just for the hell of it. Yeah, or like the only furniture in there is like a 220-year-old chair that yeah. no one can sit on. Yeah, the chair you can't sit on, or yeah, the vase she broke. Yeah. <laughs> she had to buy that damn house, they got no money for furniture after that. Right. Taxes will kill you. So would you rather live in a tiny house full of furniture or a giant house with no furniture? Giant house with no furniture. <laughs> just lay on the marble. Yeah, just lay on the marble nice and cool at night. Balls out. Right? <laughs> Free balling. Brent, how about you? Oh, I've actually done that before. I've been to people's houses where it's like, hey, I got an apartment, and I just got, like, a mattress on the floor. That's it. So <laughs> I've actually experienced that. Oh, so you did visit my Detroit apartment. Okay. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> I bought a rug, and that was my couch for, like, six months. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, so after dinner and the backstory and all that, uh, Sutton passes out. Uh, which is probably good because I would have avoided an awkward moment where a man three times her age was trying to hit on her. Um, <laughs> is that is that in your fun facts for later? It is, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> was it like the next morning? There's like something about like earthquakes in the oil field area, and uh, Sutton's like, "Wait, that that shouldn't be happening." What? Wait, they're pumping seawater in those lines. That's very dangerous. I need to go talk to Howe about this. Instantly shit canned. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> well, how did it go? I got fired! <laughs> but uh, luckily, because this is the worst uh, government-run institution in San Francisco, uh, later that night she's like, Well, I still have my security pass, so we could just go in and look up all the records. Okay. <laughs> so that's how it really is out there? Apparently, that's a government-ran institution. Like, ah, bitch, you're fired. Get out of my office. Wait, leave your badge and gun and security pass, and we should probably get your computer wherever it is. And uh, no dice. And she's like, bitch, I'm already gone. (laughs) So they sneak into city hall with her security pass, but then once again, Zorn and Mayday pop up, very hands-on. Like, oh, hello, Mister Bond. I I knew you'd be here. The worst spot, I'm telling you, man. Right. 
Lee gets killed around this time too, doesn't he? Yes. It's like off screen, I think, ain't it? Yeah, so when uh, they invite him over to the house. Yeah, that's right. And before they go over to City Hall, and um, that's who they're saying, like, oh, I saw my security pass. And James is like, okay, go down to the whatever and call your friends at the CIA, let them know I'm coming. Um, And then when he gets into his car, there's a dark figure in his back seat. Yeah. And then the car drives off. No one's the wiser. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, now, so I, I was gonna say though, but like to prove what you said earlier, like from my memory, because I hadn't seen this in a while, the scene before the Russian girl tried to take the tape, like that part in my mind led right into this part. Like everything we just talked about in between that, I yeah. completely forgot about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's basically how I saw it too. Maybe that's how it was like on TV or something because they realized everything in the middle was just bullshit anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, what happens? Right? Yeah, Zorin and Mayday catch catch them red-handed, like stealing stuff. And then the the how Mr. How like comes out of his office or some shit because they're in his office. He's like, "Oh, what's everyone doing here, Mr. Zorin? Mayday! What what the fuck's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Mr. Bond here was uh, trying to steal some shit, and uh, his associate here was gonna w- was to mad because you fired her, you and so she was gonna kill break- you. First, call in a break in. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I called in a break in. Now <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> oh well, Mr. Bond here and his associate, who you fired earlier, she's gonna kill you, and then uh, he's gonna <laughs> set a blaze to to cover up all the uh, the evidence. But unfortunately, there was gonna be trapped in the fire. Wait, for that to happen though, I'd have to be dead. <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking great. So uh, I forgot that's how when I was thinking went out from my memory. I thought he just got tired of talking to him and just shot his ass. <laughs> no, no, it was far more ridiculous than that. <laughs> and then, so then Zorin puts uh, Bond and Sutton in the elevator and like you know pull the emergency thing so it's stuck halfway. And then Bacardi cocktails that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because they're never going to find that. That's right. Set the whole place on fire. And this is where we get <laughs> James Bond trying to save the day. Meanwhile, Tanya Roberts is just fucking screaming, James! James! James, help me! James! James! Okay, so in this scene, (laughs) is she more annoying, or is it the chick from Temple of Doom? Oh, I thought that too. Uh, Or is it Ted Leone in Jurassic Park 3? Mm. I gotta go with Temple of Doom. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Willie's fucking grinding she kills that movie for me every time she does she makes that movie not fun yeah they brought me in with short ramp but they killed me with willie (laughs) (laughs) not the first time she's been killed with willie it's true hey (laughs) all right so bond's uh trying to escape the elevator and uh the best part about this thing is when he gets the the fire hose and like puts it down to her to like have her use it as a rope and i'm like it's a fire hose Use it, Put man! Put the fire out! <laughs> Pull, like, turn the fucking thing. You know, don't don't hit her with the blast or whatever. No, but, no, you know. gonna use it as a rope, not put the fire out in City Hall. Yeah. Also, why is the marble burning so well? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, there, there's a lot of Bacardi there, apparently. I'm about to say, it was just so much of it. Weirdest product placement ever. <laughs> Everybody's uh, lunch snack <laughs> Bacardi bottle is, like, catching on fire. But, uh, yeah, so what happens there? Oh, yeah, they go up to, like, the top of the building, 
and then uh, the fire department starts showing up. They're like, oh, look, up there on the roof. And they get the ladder up there, and James, you know, Sutton's, like, passed out, so James Bond's, like, fireman carrying her down the ladder. And I've written down, Roger Moore looks so fucking exhausted coming down that ladder. <laughs> okay, so so there have been a couple of scenes where uh, where she she's getting hauled around. So, like, when he's trying to pull her up with the rope, or, with, well, with the fire hose. Yeah. He's really struggling, yeah. but like, let's face it, if it was like a different James Bond, that would have just been like one yoink and he's in her arms. <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery would be like, yep, 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 Yeah, and then like, he's like almost fallen down this ladder, and it's like, I my thing is, I don't think that Roger Moore is a weaker Bond. I have a theory that she's like a thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> she's like made out of like lead and unobtainium yeah. or something. I, so you know how like Mayday's just like chucking guys around with one hand? I have a feeling <laughs> Mayday never throws her or gets anywhere near her, really. If Mayday went to throw her, she wouldn't be able to lift her. She'd be like super confused. It's like, like Nibbler's turds or something, <laughs> like black matter she's made out of. Like, <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> exactly. Roger Moore actually may be the strongest Bond. <laughs> she was genetically altered like Zora. Exactly. Yeah. That's why Bond has that, to be on. That explains why she is so incredibly dense. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So they get to the bottom. Uh, oh yeah, and the cops there like, oh yeah, we got a call to some guy. Yeah, yeah, we found the guy's body. And uh, is this your gun? Oh yes, oh, yeah. it is. Thank, Thank you, you very much. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take you to jail right now, bitch. <laughs> the, the worst spy, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> and Bond's like, oh yeah, just one moment. <laughs> Starts oh, yeah, no, blasting is, with the fire hose. You guys, this is after he told the entire group of people that he's part of His Majesty's Secret Service. Oh yeah, and that uh, if you contact uh, Lee, you'll he'll confirm his story. Yeah, we found Lee. Body in the Bay earlier today. I don't know if you know this. I'm the world's greatest secret agent. If you call this number and use the code, the devil has a foreskin, they'll patch you right through to Steve, Her it's Majesty. Promo code untidy, and you know it. <laughs> That's right. That's Steve Izzy on Podcoin. WWTTPD. <laughs> the What Were They Thinking Police Department. Yeah, so. So, so speaking of police department, uh, Bond is. <laughs> so speaking of police department, yeah. uh, Bond escapes the cop by turning on the fire hose and blasting him in the face. Yeah, Bukaki, that cop. <laughs> yeah, Bukaki. And then uh, they steal a fire engine and leads through a nice little chase through downtown San Francisco. Is it downtown San Francisco? It is all over San Francisco. <laughs> like, they teleport and shit. It's over on Potrero Hill. It's on Market Street. It's in Soma. Then it's, Twin Peaks at one point. Then it's back at what I believe was Cogsworth College at the time on California. That is now the Ritz-Carlton San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I walk by that every day. I gotta say... <laughs> James Bond movies are are always good for some good stunt work. Oh, There's yeah. some really mm. cool stunt work going on here. Oh, it's totally. ridiculous, but it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of green screen with Roger Moore cut in, but yeah, like the real stunt <laughs> stuff where it's like the guys like swinging on the ladders yeah. and all that. Totally Roger Moore. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Star of the Quest, Roger Moore? <laughs> but of course... Uh, stunt double. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, let me show you how it's done, JC. yeah but the chase ends uh over well it wasn't there yet but over by oracle park where there's a little drawbridge (laughs) and uh (laughs) willie mays bridge 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, over by, uh, was it McCovey Cove or whatever. Uh, you said Billy Mays? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Willie... OxyClean guy? No, that's Billy Mays. And we're, oh. we're, talk- we're, we're, we're talking about Willie Mays, a.k.a. Willie Mays Hayes from Major League. <laughs> I thought I know the OxyClean dude ain't got a damn bridge. <laughs> Not eighty five, he doesn't. The Billy Mays <laughs> Bridge of San Francisco. <laughs> they just really like OxyClean out there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get the scene where the drawbridge goes up and Bond's able to well cross it before it's up in the fire engine, and then the yeah. cops just keep driving up it as it gets steeper and steeper. And then they start falling, and then the counterweight comes down and crushes the 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 captain's car. And by the way, uh, that's probably in Steve's fun facts. Put them below it now. We were watching the uh, the a little thing about the stunt work of this movie. They actually used the real counterweight on the bridge to crush the car. Yep, I'm surprised San Francisco let them do it. Apparently, took a couple takes too. Yeah, so it was a couple cop cars that were crushed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, then we go to Zoran's mine. So apparently, main strike is about to happen. And uh, Bond and Sutton are trying to sneak in. Uh, Zoran thinks they're dead, so he's not even, like, running security or anything. Yeah, why would he? Yeah, right? So they sneak into the the mine, uh, and I've written down, Sutton's outfits during this whole thing are just ridiculous. Because it's, like, these, oh, yeah. these big, like, Teamster outfits, but she's, like, maybe... <laughs> She, she's like a size negative four yeah. and so it's like her the belt's like wrapped around her like four times and she's got like a 12 inch waist oh and she's wearing her, those uh platform heels oh that's right and and what does james bond say about it women's live they're taking over oh. right. <laughs> yeah so they sneak into the mine and uh this is where we get the the countdown the f- one hour countdown until uh zorn's plan's about to about to happen. What's his plan, Steve? Well, I'm glad you asked. Apparently what he's going to do is he's going to set a shit ton of explosives in the middle of uh, the San Andreas Fault. Oh, wait. Actually, hold on. Let's sneak into his trailer where he has a goddamn, like, presentation. Like, somebody had to make that presentation unless he did it himself. But it was, like, showing design of, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to blow up the San Andreas Fault. It's going to flood all of this area. Yeah. And the person making it didn't say, wait, what? No, no, he's, we've, as we've discovered, he's very hands-on. He built this oh, himself. Okay, okay. He's genetically engineered. Do you think he sleeps? That's what he does at night. And, and he made it so he could show it to Mayday? I so know, uh, it's to show all the workers. Because he's, remember, the men are loyal to him. We're about to find that out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. It's right. on his MySpace page, man. Yeah. yeah right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> should always remember the MySpace page. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so now we're counting. Yeah, he's going to blow all these explosives on a fault line. And it's going to cause the tectonic plate to shift and basically flood out Silicon Valley, killing millions of people and wiping out the competition. And then he gets bazillions of dollars. Yeah. Easy enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> the trailer finding all of this out. Like they, they finally put all the pieces together. And then Zoran's like walking to his trailer. Oh, shit, the door's locked. All right, hold on. He reaches in there and just starts blindly shooting or whatever. And then, like, a hard hat gets thrown at him. He's like, ah, fuck. He's like, get him. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> walking into the... Yeah, but, uh, so they go in, and, uh, but Bond and Son have already gone out the backside. Um, and they, like, just keep running down the mines, and they're chasing after him. And then have written down, oh, shit, it's already down to 20 minutes. That was a... That was a long yeah. ass time in the trailer, apparently. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, now it's time to start flooding the fault. So they start pumping all the water in. 
uh, was like, ah, oh, but we have men down there. Yeah, fuck them. So- <laughs> they're loyal to you. <laughs> and they'll continue to be so until their death. <laughs> and they start flooding them and all the guys yeah. get flown oh, out. And what happens to the guys who are trying to escape up uh, on the rocks and get out of the water? Oh, he takes a fucking machine gun and just... You've never seen a man so happy as Christopher walking with a machine gun killing people. He is fucking thrilled. <laughs> I think I think I see a couple things where he's like talking to the other guy at the machine gun, like his other henchman, and he's just like, "Oh, look at this one!" <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so he's like shooting fish in a tunnel. Um, but then uh, Mayday was in the tunnel chasing after Bond when he started flooding it, and so they both get swept away. And uh, Sutton was able to crawl up one of the the ventilation shafts or whatever. Uh, but Bond and May- Mayday, they get swept out deeper into the mine or something. And then uh, we find out where, where Zoran and his security guy are going. They're going to their trailer outside that then turns into a motherfucking Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> and this is right about where Mayday is realizing he that son of a bitch left her. That's right. She thought he loved her. Yeah. I felt bad for Mayday. Yeah, so now it's time for Bond and Mayday to finally join forces. My God, if that were a television yeah. series, I'd watch it every week. Oh. <laughs> Roger Moore and Grace Jones every Sunday night. I watched the shit out of that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I watched the shit out of that right now. <laughs> it's like Remington. It's the exact same scripts of Remington Steel, but it's starring Roger Moore and Grace Jones. Yes, but like now. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Well, uh, Roger Moore. Holler at the but, reanimator first. Yeah, it'd be like Weekend at Bernie's or something. There you go. I'm still in. Ooh, Timothy Dalton and Grace Jones. Holy <laughs> shit. No, there, we, yeah. there we go. Yeah, but, um... Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Bond and May Dave join forces. And basically, they, they make their way back to the, the exit. But they're like, oh, we gotta get this bomb out of here. It's about to blow. And uh, so they lower Bond down into this well that has this tons and tons of explosives, but, like, the one bomb. And uh, they got a pulley down there, and then Mayday goes fucking Super Saiyan and is able to lift Bond and the <laughs> bomb and everything else working the pulley just by herself. They get it on the cart. There's less than a minute to go. They got to get it on the cart and get it out of the tunnel, otherwise the whole thing's gonna blow. But the handbrake is sticking. Shit! <laughs> what are we gonna do? Let's let's try pushing Bond, again. Push the cart. I'll hold the handbrake. <laughs> so Mayday sacrifices herself. Yeah. And they come out of the tunnel, and Zoran's, of course, going to observe everything from his Zeppelin, because, you know, if you're going to blow up the fucking valley, you want the best view possible. Yeah, he does. Hell yeah. Uh, but then he's like, wait, who's that coming out of the tunnel? Mayday! She shoots him the biggest shit look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good, <laughs> She basically did everything except yell, suck my cock, and then <laughs> boom! Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, No! <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. All right. Well, so Brent, this is where I want to bring this up because mm-hmm. a recent story just leaked that apparently oh, Grace Jones turned down a cameo in the upcoming Bond 25. Really? Yes. Which had me thinking, holy fuck, is A, Remy Malik going to be the son of Zoran <laughs> or like another clone or whatever made of him? And would have Grace Jones been a clone of Mayday, or would she have pulled no. like a two thousand T1000 thing in Rihanna? Because she got blowed the fuck up. No, they don't show her body, though. She just got tossed into the bushes. She jumped off at the last second. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, she was she was like uh, Miss Poont or whatever from uh, yeah. Honor Majesty's Secret Service. She's going to come back and rat a tat tat. Yeah. Bond's wife. Yeah. Damn yeah. Right. No, she's oh, just, spoiler she, alert. Look, she's just unconscious in the bushes. Bond doesn't even try and make an attempt to look for her. Shit. Maybe she's like a Weapon X kind of thing, like Wolverine. It just like heals. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That. Uh, but but alas, she turned it down, which wow. is sorely oh. disappointing. And they'll have to. I don't know, rewrite the script. They did just say Waltz is coming back as Blofeld. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's who they're bringing back instead of Grace Jones. But, oh, what could have been? Oh, Mayday cut. We, oh, they should have Mayday. And then Dolph Lundgren could have come back, too. Yeah, the KGB agent who's got to reel her back in. Yes. She has to go to Bond for help because the KGB's finally found her that's, after 40 years. That's where she's been for 35 years. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> we got we to start tweeting people. That's right. Make this happen. Who, Who's directing? Mendez? Sam Mendez? Uh, I'll, I'll talk to him. That's right. Get him on the show, man. Talk to him. That's right. Mr. Mendez, thank you for joining us on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, what That's the what fuck happened with Grace Jones? <laughs> you need to try harder. Offer her more money. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Grace uh, Mayday gets blowed up. Um, and then... Okay. So, and then Sutton comes running back because James comes out of the tunnel and Sutton's like, James! James! I'm glad you're okay! And then Zorin, like, grabs her in the fucking so Zeppelin, like, fucking macking me. She doesn't hear... <laughs> she doesn't hear a blimp that's, like, seven inches from her fucking head? No. She's too busy yelling James. It's driving. James! Yeah. James! And we, as we already discussed, she's made out of lead because she's super it's fucking true. dense. Oh, and there's... So this is where my theory uh, gets a little bit more hefty. <laughs> oh, that's it. right. Oh, shit. <laughs> the pun intended. As they're picking her up, the pilot goes, man, that's one heavy chick. Yeah. <laughs> then, we need, we pans, need to lose some weight. And then it pans down to James hanging on. But I'm going to yeah. go ahead and believe that she actually is that heavy. Like, well, like the two of them combines maybe 250 pounds. Yeah. I mean, we're talking yeah, about Roger Moore. And the only reason why Zorin can lift her is because he's genetically engineered yeah. for the thing. Yeah, he's like, oh shit, this is this is nothing. <laughs> well, notice he struggles a little bit. Oh yeah, well, you know. So It's also a weird angle, you know, swooping down in a Zeppelin and picking <laughs> yeah. somebody up. See, if I need you to lean, I need you to just crouch at this window of this Zeppelin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to pick up a woman who's made of lead. <laughs> Yeah, that was always fun. But so, uh, yeah, so James Bond is hanging behind a balloon. Yep, and they're like, "Oh shit, we got some extra weight. Why don't you take it over to the Golden Gate Bridge there, and we'll knock him the fuck off? <laughs> or we could just shoot him. Nah, this right. is more fun." <laughs> so yeah, so then uh, they run him into the Golden Gate Bridge, but of course he can tie a shipman's knot like fucking nothing, and yeah, and then, oh fuck, more power. More, more power. We need, we need to break the. We need more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> so the blimp's tied to the bridge now, and uh, and so Bond or yeah, so like crashes onto it, and then Zoran's like uh, Sutton like escapes through the the window or whatever. And she's, like, instantly running after James, but in high heels on a fucking bridge. Yeah. So she's like, James, oh, fuck! And I've down, wow, Sutton sucks at everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. She's the worst. Yeah, but then uh, Zorn uh, grabs the emergency axe that apparently is a thing. By the way, you have an emergency axe. Cut the fucking line Bond's on. Just throwing that out there. It's not uh, much fun. Man. Yeah, it's not. That's true. But <laughs> So Zorn goes at him with an axe. There's a fight. And then... Uh, 
<laughs> it's basically like, who's going to fall first, really, watching this fight? Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, it's Max Zorin. Um, he falls down, he's like, oh, fuck, fuck! Well, he's then, laughing as he falls, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> this is really happening! <laughs> and then uh, Dr. Vicken, Dr. Nazi, Dr. He, Nazi, he's watching out the window, he's like, Max, no! Oh, my and child! Then, and then Max falls, legs and arms just flailing in the wind like a mannequin, <laughs> and splat, right in the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Nazi's like, no, you son of a bitch! And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then he goes for dynamite instead of the machine gun right there next to it. There are six machine guns hanging on the <laughs> wall, but no, he goes for the stick of dynamite. You gotta yeah. have the most fun possible. Right? He's, he's like, ah, at least I know I have those. I really want to blow up this bridge, though. <laughs> uh, so he, like, sets it and then, like, drops it or whatever. And the Zeppelin fucking explodes. It's a lot of bumblefucks in this movie. I just A realized. lot of bumblefucks. Yeah. <laughs> Still the best building in the mall, though. Still fun. <laughs> With him and Mayday and Zora were cool. It's just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, they're outside of the KGB. They kind of get the, the scrubs that are left over. Yeah. That's true. A lot, a lot of Teamsters and, like, unemployable people. Like they didn't get to get Dolph. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. So, yeah, so, yeah, Bond makes some joke about a cab not being available on top of the bridge. Uh, then we go to Poppin' Champagne with the KGB, who, who apparently is awarding uh, Commander Bond with their their highest medal ever because you know he helped save russia from world war three or some shit i don't know why, exactly why and then they're like where is mr bond so we can give him this award uh we don't know he's missing we then smash cut to a a, a cat food bowl with the word pussy on it yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, pussy. and ever and down of course her cat's name is pussy she couldn't come up with anything else <laughs> yeah we get that surveillance robot back Going around uh, the the Sutton Mansion, I guess, and it follows him upstairs into the shower where we get bang number four as the credits roll. Pop 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 pop. Just cleaning up a few details. Roll credits. Bow. So by this point, how many times does Q like watch James Bond fuck at this? Point? Oh, we all of the time. <laughs> every like, time we've mentioned, every like time. in every episode, that like, I think Q's thing, like. The reason he makes all these surveillance cameras and stuff, he just likes to watch and just thap it in the corner. Yeah. Say, James Bond opened up a new fetish for your boy, man. Basically, everything uh, that Q invents is an accident while he's just trying to come up with better and better equipment to watch and and listen to Bond fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta leak it all online. (laughs) It's like, I was trying to make a Polaroid camera I could fuck, but apparently it shoots lasers now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Brent, Izzy, yeah. would you recommend A View to a Kill? Every fucking time. Absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more beer. What? Fun facts. Huh? And what we learned from A View to a Kill. Yeah. Hey, everybody. You like listening to podcasts, right? Well, what if I told you that you could get paid to listen to them? Well, with this new PodCoin app, that's exactly what you get. Uh, You can listen to everything I learned from movies or any and all of your other favorite podcasts. And the whole time you're earning PodCoins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. 
Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with the special code STEVEIZZY, you get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listing now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app, use the code STEVEIZZY, and you're already 300 PodCoins ahead of the game, and using a great podcatcher. Check it out today. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. We gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want us here to say, ah. Yeah, all that good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> f- you. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, Pete. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platform that brendan made up did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you no but i did think a guy with a giant boombox playing peter gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love listen to our podcast happily ever aftermath where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas what were you thinking you can find our podcast happily ever aftermath on apple Podcasts, google play or your favorite podcatcher you can also tweet at us at h-e-a-m-c-a-s-t hemcast i love the smell of movies in the morning there's no feeling in podcasts there's no feeling in podcasts this podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe feels real feels not the feels not the feels out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeah And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve. 
They get better every week. Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little parched, baby. Got something to drink? I do. Uh, once again, in honor of us being here in uh, the great state of Utah, we have from Talisman Brewing Company Uplifted Scottish Style Ale. 4% Ooh. alcohol by volume. Me. <laughs> a tribute to the 5,000-year-old tradition of brewing in Scotland, we brewed this classic 80-shilling Scottish ale. This ale features a malt-forward, light-roasted, caramelized flavor incorporating faint hints of smokiness. So lift up your pint, not your kilt, and enjoy this sensational <laughs> Scottish ale. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> you saw beer is dirty. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm learning. you got to have some vices out here. All right, I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. Nice. All right. Ooh, smells malty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Losing our ears. All right, and the pour. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve, when we're finished unpacking, I'll be able to bring back my drinking parrot. Yeah. I haven't used my drinking parrot in, God, two years? Yeah, wow. I have a drinking parrot, Brent. If you've listened to our old episodes, <laughs> I've mentioned it. <laughs> also, I've heard about it. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> it's, it's a cop that's shaped like a parrot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. That's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> it's, it's the corpse of a parrot that we've hollowed out and turned into a drinking vessel, of course. Yeah, I was like, hey, they got some other shit over there. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Bring me my drinking goat. <laughs> I will get you a drinking goat, babe. Don't oh, you dare touch me. When are we doing The Conqueror? Oh, whenever you want. Ooh, whitewash November. <laughs> White Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> too dark, too soon? Too soon. Sorry. Anyway, this bear, uh, yeah, it's a really beautiful amber color. It's really kind of a dark amber color. It's got a light khaki colored head, lots of tiny bubbles. Super clear. Wow. Steve's gone in for the sip. Yeah, very malt forward. Uh, it's light little noble hop kind of notes, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little bit of a little bit of a sourness on the end. Again, but... this is a beer that, much like another one that we're going to do here on this here podcast, we picked this up around Christmas, so this is not the freshest version of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is not the greatest, but uh, I know normally it's yeah, in general this r- is a very fantastic very smooth beer. like all day drinking kind of beer, which is good. Yeah, nice little uh, roast, roasted malty notes. Yeah, a little bit of that malleard, which is awesome. Mm. Uh, but yeah, not this one. <laughs> hey, sometimes we have an old bottle Exactly uh, So who wants some fun facts? Fun facts, super fun facts Because they're fun, fun facts Alright, who wants to take a guess at the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes for this one? Oh damn, I didn't look uh, <laughs> 50 Alright babe, higher or lower? Ooh, I'm going to say 65 Because I think the Bonds all are just doing pretty well Right, they have been doing pretty good uh, this one's 37%. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, certified rotten. Uh, however, what's the audience score? Ooh, 99. <laughs> 106. No. <laughs> 65. 40, so it's about oh, the same. Damn. Apparently a lot of people don't like this one. That's a shame, because... Right? They're missing out. Yeah. yeah. Before I talked to you about it, I thought I was the only one that liked this damn movie. <laughs> oh, hell no. I oh. love this movie. It, it's It's just so fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty million dollar budget, hundred and fifty two million worldwide gross. Yeah. Uh, here's here is one of my favorite fun facts of all time. Oh shit! 
David Bowie was offered the part of Max Zorin. Oh, shit. However, he turned down the role in favor of one in the movie Labyrinth. Uh, Bowie mm. later explained that he thought this movie script was too terrible and workmanlike to <laughs> spend much time working on it. However, Zorin's description in the, I guess in the script or whatever, it was based on Sting. Oh, like shit. Like, keep in mind, this would have been right around Dune. So why did they just get him? <laughs> right? Apparently they offered it to him. I probably turned it down. Uh, Another person that turned down the role? Rutger Hauer. Oh, Hobo with a motherfucking shit. shotgun. Hell yeah. Oh my god, Rutger Hauer would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. But but Christopher Walken, uh, of course, took the role. And he became the first Academy Award winning actor to star in a Bond movie. Oh, shit. Definitely not the last, though. No. <laughs> of all the choices, I'm glad he the one that took it, though. Right? He's the best <laughs> part of the whole movie. He really is. Like I said, he doesn't speak much, especially in like the first half of the movie or whatever. Whatever he does, it's just like, yeah, this guy's unsettling. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the title song was written by John Barry and Duran Duran and was sung by Duran Duran. Yeah. It has been the only James Bond song to reach number one in the United States of America. Ba ba ba. It's the best one, so... Yeah, so hands down. Uh, there's really no competition. The, the numbers speak for themselves. The greatest mm-hmm. Bond song ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> oh, I got a story about it, too. I forgot to tell you. Oh, please tell. Um, I listen to... I like a lot of 80s pop music, so I had this on my iPod. And when I first started driving, I used to live in, like, what would be considered, quote-unquote, the hood. And um, I was driving one day, and I had it on blast. At the red <laughs> light, these dudes came up, pulled up next to me, and I looked over and I see one dude like it was almost like a movie dude was looking over at me like what the fuck and then so I didn't even notice there was a passenger but then the passenger leaned forward and looked at me like what the fuck and I just looked back at him and turned it up and said fuck y'all drove off <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he danced <laughs> into the fire <laughs> fatal kiss is all we need <laughs> alright <laughs> this is a good one Sir Roger Moore turned 57 during filming, making him the oldest actor to play Bond. Yeah. Uh, Even uh, Sean Connery was 52 in Never Say Never Again. Sir Roger Moore said that he decided to end his run as James Bond when he realized that Tanya Roberts' mother was younger than he was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, Bond beds four women in this movie, which is a tie for the most, with Never Say Never Again. Yeah. The two oldest motherfuckers. Yeah, right? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you got the game on point. Hell yeah. They've got years of practice. <laughs> That's speaking, true. <laughs> speaking of which, reportedly, Grace Jones had a black dildo with her during the bed scene between Mayday <laughs> and James Bond. And this is according to Sir Roger Moore's biography. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Was she jabbing him with it or something? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Just like, <laughs> he was probably like, what the fuck? Come on, you guys. Do you really think Roger Moore is... Do you, do you really think James Bond is fucking Mayday or is Mayday fucking James Bond? Oh, Mayday is fucking him. <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> I was I was kind of expecting him to like walk out of the bedroom l- later and like kind of limping. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Especially Christ. at 53 years old, too. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, although only appearing briefly, this movie is Dolph Lundgren's first on-screen role. Uh, he landed the position because he was dating Grace Jones at the time of filming and was conveniently on set when director John Glenn realized he quickly needed someone to fill in for a simple gun-wielding bodyguard. Yeah. There you go. And so he picked the uh, the gorgeous blue-eyed rocket scientist. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you got to pick him. 
<laughs> and also, uh, this was Lois Maxwell's final appearance as Miss Moneypenny. Aww. So, what, like 15 movies or something? Yeah, it yeah, was a good stretch. Yeah. Uh, apparently, after she was told that she would be retiring from the role, she thought it would be... She thought that she could become M as a promotion. However, mm. at the time, producer Albert Broccoli... Mm, delicious. Uh, believed that audiences would not accept James Bond being given orders by a woman. Mm. M did become a woman several uh, <laughs> ten years later in GoldenEye when Dame Judi Dench took over the role. Yeah. Suck it. No, it's good. Yeah, suck it, Broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Broccoli and Saltzman. That's right, Broccoli and Saltzman. I'll have that. I get a good laugh every time I catch the producers. (laughs) So what did we learn from A View to a Kill? (laughs) Brent, would you like to start? I learned that no matter how old you are, if you got enough stunt doubles, you can still get your free coin. It's almost 60 years old. Yeah, (laughs) four times, baby. Woo! How about you, babe? I learned I have a thing for Grace Jones, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fuck her. <laughs> or let her fuck me. I'm not uh, really I was sure. Say, you know, flip that. <laughs> Enjoy the ride. I, I actually learned that the uh, Chateau de Chantilly is actually a real fucking place, and the story that uh, Zorin gives about it being made by what, like a lord that was like obsessed oh. with horses or whatever. No, he thought he was going to co- be reincarnated that's as a it. horse. That's it. Yeah, like that's all real. <laughs> yeah. I think the only thing was real, like he said it was like 12th century and it was like 16th century or something mm. like that. Like 14th. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But yeah, yeah, no, they got the they got that right. Yeah. I also learned uh, apparently you if you pump enough seawater into <laughs> the uh, the fault lines, the it'll make them erupt, and apparently there's a lock, a natural oh, lock God. that keeps a natural them, geological lock that'll that keeps set them from the... setting it off all at the same time, which is bullshit. It'll all go off whenever it fucking wants. Right. <laughs> I also learned you can die by papillon. <laughs> Just by butterfly. <laughs> Shit, I learned there's a whole thirty minutes extra to this movie. I completely forgot about. Right. <laughs> yeah, we must have been watching the TV edit or something. <laughs> I learned that I'm not the only one who likes Duran Duran. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got the greatest hit CD right here. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I don't care go. What nobody say. <laughs> Ordinary world. I'm gonna go ahead and say one of the best songs ever. Mm, I like that. I'm not, I was trying to think of my favorite one today. I can't. I don't know. It's Wild Boys, isn't it? Her name is Rio, and she dances on the fire. Oh, oh no, oh, there's right. a more ridiculous one than that. Oh, of course there is. <laughs> I, I've, heard, I've heard Hungry Like the Wolf. Oh, there's one more ridiculous than that. Oh, go on. It's Wild Boys. Oh, jeez, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Brent, thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast. <laughs> I think I still have one. i got to make sure. <laughs> well, yeah, we got a podcast. Me and my friend PJ have a podcast called The Home Video Hustle. We watch movies that PJ picks randomly out of bag. Although we're in the process of figuring out how the hell we're going to do that now because he's not here anymore. So we're tweaking it as we speak. But you can still find us online on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase icast. We're on Instagram too, on Facebook, facebook.com slash HVH podcast. Uh, hit up hradio.org slash home video hustle. That's the main website. On Patreon, you can support us one dollar tier, three dollar tier. You get extra movies, or an extra. You can pick movies for us to watch, get extra episodes, and we have a YouTube page where we put videos up every Wednesday of us picking the movie we'll watch on Friday. And at the time of this recording, 
You guys have uh, just recorded Never Die Alone, which I can't fucking wait to hear about. Yeah. Oh, oh, we were drunk off our ass. Yes. <laughs> that's the only way to watch that movie, I think. DMX. And, that's the one with David Arquette, right? Yeah, I had never seen it before. Oh, I watched it once, and it was it was like, oh, wow, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> There's some turns in that movie where we were like, oh, shit. Yeah. The, the trailer is very deceptive. <laughs> right. You would think it's going to be just some damn, like, menace to society type yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I was like, expecting, oh. like, belly, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, it's based what? off a book, too. We didn't know that. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like, it's like a legit movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Directed by the same guy who did Juice and uh, Demon Knight, the Tales from the Crypt movie. Oh fuck yeah. yes! Does Billy Zane show up? I forget. No, it's good. <laughs> when are we doing Demon Knight? <laughs> I know we got to do that too, man. Next week, ooh, crossover episode. There you go. We'll just Skype everybody in. I, I said on one of our episodes, I want to do that one. I just want to do a massive ass episode with everybody on that show. I don't know how it will work. Oh. <laughs> oh, Brent, later this month, I'm inviting all of the castaways to join us to discuss Goldeneye. There you go. So See? that'll be a nice little test run. I'll let you know what it's like putting like 12 tracks together. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared to do it. I want to do it, but I'm scared to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, but, my favorite James Bond movie, too. Right. Uh, well, then I'll, I'll let you know when the time is. We'll make sure it's good for you. That's going to be the thing is just scheduling for everybody. But Yeah. But, yeah, thank you for joining us. Yes, uh, babe, you. you have yeah. anything you'd like to promote? Nope. Okay. Oh, wait. Yes, no, I do. So uh, if you're looking <laughs> for any kind of fun handmade gifts, you can check out my shop, which is untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. .etsy.com. I have handmade paracord delights by the one and the only Stephen uh, Stephen podcast host. Are we saying our full names? All they gotta do is look at the back episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Steve Steve makes paracord survival bracelets, dog leashes, really anything you want he can make. Just contact us about a custom order. Um, You can also find my amazing art and soon to be even more art up on there. I've got movie monsters who love kittens. I've got all kinds of crazy watercolor, fun, happiness, and joy. Come check it out. Of course, we are also sponsored by FrankieandMurr.com. Home of the finest aromatherapy and essential oils on the market. And uh, just incredible people, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great. Small uh, handmade business. Small handmade business. (laughs) And if you use the code UNTIDY at checkout... Yeah. You get 15% off your order, and orders over $35 get free shipping. What? Plus, you help us out, because you're fucking awesome, and you deserve it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steve, what's your favorite scent from Frankie and Mer? I, hmm, I really like the 40 Winks. I know I've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. I'm also partial to that, uh, was it the Hello Sunshine? Yeah, the Hello Sunshine's the anti-anxiety spray. It's yeah. got lemon, bergamot, and rose. It's super light. It doesn't smell floral at all. It's very citrus forward, and it really is a really good mood lifter. If you just need like a personal timeout, spray a couple of sprays, sit there, inhale it for like thirty seconds, and you're ready to take the world back on. There you go. Well, I guess on that note, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm Brent. And this is everything, everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Peace.